is Captain America. I am your ringmaster of all the history. When did it become a circus? I mean, let's be honest. It's, it always has been. It has always been a circus. <laughs> it has always been a circus. I just wasn't told that yet, but now I get it. As if you didn't know you were part of this. You were like the tightrope walking elephant of the show. Hey, stop. Say I don't something. want to get sued. I don't want to get sued by the gorgeous little old lady that plays that's, the That's elephant. old now. It's beyond copyright now because it's really old, yeah. I love that. Hey, side note, I've actually seen her play that organ live at Dodgers Stadium. It was really cool. She's great. Yeah. I, she's still around, but that was a long time ago. And When I think was... of that song, I think of learning it on the clarinet. Oh, I feel sorry for your family having to hear you learn that song on the clarinet. No, you should feel sorry for me for learning the clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> Never knew you played that one. This one time at band camp, Chris played the elephant song. Hey, this is a new music podcast. We're not going to talk about the old lady and the organ for too much longer. But speaking of old, if I have done my maths correctly, and I probably haven't, I think this is our 100th episode, Chris. Is it? I think so. <laughs> 100. I mean, give or take, give or take one, because I don't know if I did the maths right. But a year, yeah, I'm pretty sure a year ago it was 50 episodes. So we've also had a couple of weeks off. So if you double that, we're at 100. Okay. Radio. The same week as my uh, as my dad's auntie Bessie turned 100. Oh, Bessie, happy birthday! Yeah. This is good. (laughs) This is nice timing. Where's our letter from the Queen? I mean, I'd prefer a letter from Brian May, to be honest. But hey, if you're listening, Brian, send us a letter. We could organise that. (laughs) You could, Mr. Cool Rock Dude. But thank you, Chris. This is such an achievement. Thank you, listeners. This is, like, if you've been listening to 100 episodes, you deserve a letter from the Queen. (laughs) They deserve, yeah. Um, But how cool. I'm amazed. We just keep on doing it. Don't show any signs of slowing down. No lockdowns, no isolation, no COVID, no toddlers. Nothing can stop us from making the show and bringing new music to you, which is why I made it a bit showy and circusy at the start because I wanted it to be Okay, cool. We can delay what time we actually start purpose of the show. I mean, we can keep rabbiting on. but There's no purpose of the show. We should just do the show. Let's just do the show. So... This is a new music podcast where we talk about new music. Chris. Yeah. Chris. Chris. Yes, Cassie. Last week. Gorilla Orchestra. Oh, you brought in Gorilla Orchestra, which is a really cool name, by the way, because it's just, I don't know, it just is. I just really like it. Just really like it. The song that you brought in was Little Creature, not the beer, Little Creatures. Also cool title. Also loved their artwork. Also love their sound. It just sounds like a mid, a medium-sized Melbourne venue. And that's very comforting to me. It sounds like, what, the Evelyn? It sounds like the Evelyn Hotel on Brunswick Street in Melbourne. Okay. And I like that. Yeah, good. Like, not too, not too extra sounding, not too large sounding, not too indie sounding, just in that yeah. nice little... It's nice. Yeah. 
And the whole EP is good. There's only that's track seven off just a tight little package of songs and yeah, I hope more people get to hear it. Should have just pushed an extra two songs out to make it an album. But yeah. yeah. Quantity over quality I mean quality over quantity, mate. <laughs> nope, I'm all about quantity over quality. That's why we're up to episode one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um no fun. Wow. And I don't know if I ever I mean the only way I would have discovered that band on my own was if I was walking along Brunswick Street, heard a sound, walked into a venue, and they were playing. That's, I think, the only way I would have discovered them in a normal world. So, yeah, cool, mate. You discovered your artist at the bloody Sydney Meyer Music Bowl. Opposite end of the scale. (laughs) Pretty big deal. Big deal gig. Absolutely. The artist is Grace Cummings. The song, Heaven. What a voice, mate. Yeah. Like, read it, click the name, look at the image and go, oh, yeah, wonder what this is going to sound like. It wasn't that. Nothing, nothing had me prepared for the first second of that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you try sitting there live when it comes out of these big mammoth speakers and you're sitting on a hill and it's the first live music you've seen in months and that happens. Shook to the bone. Absolutely shook to the bone. There's all the way, her voice alone is like one of those bass speakers that blows through your whole body and you feel it. She's incredible. Anyone who hasn't listened to Grace Cummings yet, go and find that song, Heaven, or, or anything else. And absolutely she's one to watch. That That's a unique talent. Incredible. Like that's a voice you can't teach. That no. is just hurt and anger. And life has created that voice. And I'm sorry for Grace because that wouldn't have been easy, but I'm very grateful to have that product. And I'm great. I'm so grateful that that's, that Grace is not keeping that voice to them, to themselves and just giving it to everyone because it's incredible. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that song in too. No worries, mate. And I, I wish you were there at the gig with me because it was, it was just such an incredible moment, but I have no doubt that you will be seeing and hearing Grace Cummings live at some point. Yeah. Sick. What are you digging this week, though? That's the question. This week, I'm digging a song that is, like, maybe a bit naughty when it comes to, like, our one rule of this show. Because the song was released a couple of months ago, but I'm bringing in the remix re-release, which was only dropped a couple of weeks ago. So, like, I'm getting in by the fly of my pants. Is that the term? Seed of my pants? What does that even mean? No, I bet the rules are anyway. rules, mate. <laughs> you brought in a song from last year a few weeks ago, so that's all right. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm strict, sometimes I'm not. I'm the worst teacher out there. Um, I was listening to the radio as I do. One of my favorite things to do is just chuck on the radio, have it on in the background when I'm in the kitchen cooking, and... Occasionally there's a time when I don't recognize the song and I'm like rushing and having to clean the flour off my hands to Shazam it. And I dug back through Shazam for this week's song. And the song is called Lessons. And as I said, it's the remix version. The artist is Eric Robertson, not Robertson, not Robinson, Robertson. And it's one of those sexy early 90s slow jam kind of vibe like if you're a fan of boys to men you're gonna like this it is 
sexy. Like it is hot. Like if you were feeling frisky, this is going to make you feel friskier. If you were, you know, got a bit of a swag, it's just, it's swaggy. It is swaggy. It is sexy. And it's just a throwback. And I love that, you know, new Jack swing, and slow jam kind of stuff from the late 80s, early 90s is just... Luther Vandross kind of situation. Absolutely. That is like this secret love of mine that not many people get to hear that I love. Like I... if best things in life are free. That is my jam. And this takes me back to that. So it's so random. It's absolutely left a field, but it just made me feel really good and nostalgic and I haven't heard much stuff lately that sounds like that. And this production-wise, it's captured that vibe very well. And I was actually surprised that it was a new song because it sounds so classic. So That kind of stuff, surprisingly, is really good in the kitchen. Like, I have a, I have a mate who is working on a playlist like that at the moment. It's called Kitchen Jams. And the jams, of course, has a Z. But it kind of sounds like what you're talking about. Kitchen jams. Kitchen jams. That's exactly like you don't want to feel stressed. It can't be too up-tempo because you don't want to be like whisking those eggs too fiercely. You need it to have a nice, pleasant flow to it. And that's exactly what you need in the kitchen. And that's exactly what Lessons by Eric Robertson has. All right. Remix. Okay. Don't do that. (laughs) Interesting, interesting couple of songs again. We're nearly in sync. Of, of uh, my song is. It's Hang also. On. Can like I be a... Justin and you be Lance? Lance. Lance Bass. Actually, I don't want to be Justin. I want to be Lance. I switched the name. Okay, so I'm JC. Thanks. Excellent. The only thing I remember him for is being on that uh, Basement Jack song, which was pretty good. Side note, <laughs> uh, the song I'm bringing in is also like a like a love song kind of thing. It's, but it's. I don't think it's in your vein this is this the skill of this artist absolutely blew my mind and still does uh as i go and dig further through his catalog it's a it's a young dude from new south wales i think his name's grant the artist's name is grant perez one word he actually it's a grant perez and it's him and his guitar and it's it's delicate and lovely but it's also just so sweet and he uses those fancy jazz chords that i've mentioned and takes it a bit george harrison and makes it feel like the sun is actually shining all over your face and it's so beautiful but also just really smartly done um the the song is called my heart it beats for you oh he's got like he's recorded covers of adele and things but he's just some young australian dude i love this i love this and i've been on such a George Harrison trip lately. Like really? I've just been listening to a lot of George. So I have a feeling I'm going to dig this. Yeah. Like it, it's nice. It's just I love nice. Really nice. And he's talented. I love nice. I love talented. This is divine. Uh, now, as we wrap up the show, we're doing nobody's favorite segment. A few people's favorite <laughs> segment, actually. What is nobody's favorite segment? <laughs> What is the CD of Chris's dresser? Now, last week, I was absolutely convinced that I knew it. I was like, it is Green Day. That is Billy Joe Armstrong's face. I know this. I have got this in the bag. And then 
I didn't. So we have had some feedback on Instagram, some of which I feel it might be correct. Is that CD from last week's dresser? Last week's CD on the dresser? Calvin Harris. Yes. Calvin Harris. I created disco. I created disco. What? Did you have this? Did you listen to this at the time? Okay. I didn't own that. I was probably too rock punk cool to even acknowledge Calvin Harris's existence at that time. Since said time, I appreciate Calvin Harris, but I didn't give a shit at the time to answer your question. No. Yeah, this is one of those things. Like at the late 90s when I was first discovering stuff, the zeitgeist of rock also had, you know, your Chemical Brothers at the side and the Planet Funk and things like that that were sitting there. He's, Calvin Harris was was kind of the same. It's like this guy is cool enough to be in the in the rock zeitgeist as the dude over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I know that I was completely up myself by ignoring that. Yeah. <laughs> I was into like Basement Jacks was cool enough for me, mm-hmm. but probably not Calvin Harris at the time. Same as like Sneaky Sound System or Rogue Traders. You know, it was that very fine line. And I Rogue just... Traders were, were very much of the pop side. They were over the over the other half of the show. But it was Old Mate from Rock Bands, right? The Androids, which I hate to say yeah, that. It's but... Tim Hayward? Tim Hayward, yeah, who's now Palace of the King, which is a whole nother level of awesomeness. Um, but thank you and congratulations to Mel Trev and Gavin, who is playing this game harder than me, <laughs> who <laughs> guessed that one correct. Now, the CD that is on the dresser today, I am feeling confident saying that. I felt confident last week and I cocked it up. But I don't think it's from the 90s. I think that this is a classic, classic album. It's not, it's, it is a bit of a tricky one today because it's not an album. It's not it's an album? A, it's an EP. It's, oh, I was convinced it was Billy Joel's Piano Man. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's my guess. Absolutely. Okay. So it's not Billy Joel's Piano Man. <laughs> Which is it's, definitely uh, an EP. It's an Australian EP from the whatever last decade's called, the 2010s, 201 something. 201 something. Okay. Well, I didn't get it right, but one of you out there might. So I will, as I do, post the very terrible quality pixelated screenshot from this call on our Instagram, which is at Doug by us. So you can play along and have a guess. But for now, we're going to leave you with some music. If you are listening to this on Spotify, the song will play soon. If you aren't listening on Spotify, the song details will be in the show notes so you can go and find those artists. I'm actually doing a little bit more effort and putting in a link to buy their music as well. So if you do like what you hear, make sure you get involved, buy their music, support the artists where you can. Oz Music T-Shirt Day is coming up in a week. So yeah. I'm like looking at my calendar. If you do have some money to spare, it would be great for you to buy a band's t-shirt. We are in a team raising money for support act, but I also understand that it's been a really rough time. So I don't expect anyone to donate to that, but if you can just buy a t-shirt from a local band that you like, give them some money. That would be really, really lovely. Yeah. I'm, I've got, I've got two shirts ready. I'm going to have a t-shirt and a button shirt unbuttoned. So there's two shirts on. 
is my that's my fashion for next week. All right, support act Superman. <laughs> um, listening to Billy Joel was acceptable in the eighties. The eighties. That's my sign off. <laughs>